Welcome to the IT Woodworker Podcast, where we discuss business and IT topics. I also include a woodworking project every once in a while, which is something that helps me keep my sanity in this fast-paced business we work in. If you enjoy the podcast, please like it, subscribe to it, and share it with your friends and colleagues. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy. Well, welcome to the next episode of the IT Woodworker. I am the host, Chris Kousalis, and I have a, a very special guest with us today, Khalil Hicks. Khalil, thanks for joining. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, well, so just as a, you know, as a high-level overview of, of Khalil here, he is the CEO and the, the founder of Black Palm Security. They specialize in pen testing, vulnerability assessments, and web application security. So Khalil, could you just give us a little background? Um, I, I'd like to you know, know a little bit about you. Okay. Yes. Uh, again, my name is Khalil Hicks. I am the uh, founder and CEO of uh, Black Palm uh, Security. Uh, we are a minority uh, cybersecurity firm uh, based in South Florida. Um, so how, how did I get into IT? Um, I think I started you know, dealing with computers at a very young age. I was introduced to computers by my uncle who worked for the Navy, uh, basically showing me how to, you know, load games and type in commands. I, I was going to jump in for it and say it was it was video games, wasn't it? Khalil? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, Absolutely. go ahead. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> so, you know, back then, uh, this was early 90s, you know, games were on a floppy disk and you had to type in commands to, to, to load the game to get them, get them running. So. You know, that was my first exposure. And, you know, I was fortunate to, to know early on that I wanted to deal with computers and, and be in IT. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, throughout high school and uh, college, I, I landed internships right right in my field uh, at Alltail Communications. Not sure if you remember them, but yeah. So quickly landed uh, a foot in the door through internships. And then, so were those internships, were they around security or is that, I mean, how did you get into security specific? Okay. So interesting story. So, you know, my first two years of internships at Altel, I, I got uh, paired up with a, a system administrator. Now he was in charge of hardening uh, the, the company servers and uh, maintaining the firewalls and, and analyzing firewall logs. So he was the first person to introduce me to security and show me what, you know, what the logs mean. These are people trying to come in and breach the perimeter. And I just got fascinated with, you know, people just trying to do malicious stuff. And, <laughs> and I just wanted to catch them and, you know, police them as, as much as I can. So that's, that's what made me really take an interest into uh, security. Okay. And when was, uh, when was uh, Black Palm Security founded? How long has it been an organization in business? So, uh, Black Palm, uh, I originally started it as a network uh, security or uh, IT uh, managed service provider company. Mm -hmm. And then when I really started to really focus on security, maybe in 2017, okay. uh, I, I switched the, uh, the the company to, to focus more towards information security. So uh, 2020 is when we officially became Black Palm Security. Okay. Excellent. Oh, and I did have to say in full disclosure to the listeners to uh, Black Palm is an organization that uh, One Neck IT Solutions uses. So, you know, I've been in, uh, you know, a handful of, of engagements with Khalil. So just want the listeners to know that as well. So today we're going to talk a little bit about pen testing. So just at a high level, tell us what pen testing is. 
Okay. Pen, pen testing or penetration testing is a proactive approach to uh, security assessments. Uh, it basically leverages simulated attacks against uh, an organization's assets to identify, you know, deficiencies or weaknesses in the currently implemented uh, security controls. So we're basically, you know, trying to find things before the bad guys do and, and help you, uh, you know, uh, prioritize your remediation efforts based mm -hmm. on what we found. And and you said that you you wanted to catch the bad guys, you know, breaking the system. But it almost kind of sounds like maybe you're breaking in the systems a little bit there too. So is there a little bit of uh, maybe that kind of pulls you in too? Yeah. So th throughout my career, I've had both types of roles for both defensive operations and offensive. So I, you know, I get to leverage both of those skill sets to to kind of provide this service to to organizations. Okay. So even though I started off wanting to, you know, catch bad guys, I think it's helpful for me to have an offensive mindset and be able to find uh, these kind of things that uh, attackers are doing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So, so why is this important? I, I'm a business, you know, we're discussing, hey, you know, pen, penetration testing for my organization. Why, why should businesses look at this? What's the benefit they're going to get? Okay. Okay. Uh, well, there's there's multiple factors or several factors that that drive penetration testing. Um, one that is very very important is to meet compliance or regulatory uh, obligations. So, mm -hmm. uh, if if your organization is processing credit card payments, you know you're going to have to be PCI compliant and, PCI. and go through go through those standards. Same thing with healthcare industries, HIPAA, and then if you're on the government side, you know FedRAMP is is very important. Uh, that you uh, conduct at least annual uh, penetration testing engagements. Uh, other drivers. Oh, I'm no, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, please. Uh, other drivers is just what I've mentioned earlier, uh, just being proactive in uh, strengthening your, your security posture, finding those critical things before, you know, malicious actors find them. Is there a vertical that you work with more than others? Um, um I wouldn't say so. It's been, you know, very diverse. Um, I mean, we've done healthcare, we've done uh, education, um, and we've also did um, municipalities, uh, SCADA systems, and, and things like that. So it's been very diverse, and I wouldn't say there's one more than the other. And and I, you know, we it, it, it's doesn't it's not hard to see if you look out on the internet and you and you Google, you know, ransomware or malware. They they don't uh, discriminate. They go after everyone, so it only makes sense that that you see it across a broad spe spectrum of organizations. Any organization that's out there can use uh, penetration testing to to harden their to harden their environment. So, um, can can you kind of go through the process of it? You know, what is an what does an engagement look like for you know medium to mid market organization uh, to go through the the pen testing process? Okay. When discussing the process, you know, every engagement is different depending on the organization's objectives. Uh, however, there's usually a standard methodology uh, that is industry standard practices or, or best practices. So we follow a, a general strategy that includes, uh, you know, we start off with information gathering. This is where, you know, we go out to the internet and we search for publicly available information that could impact your uh, business or organization in a negative way. Uh, from there, we move uh, more to 
a scanning uh, phase. This is where we'll launch uh, automated vulnerability scanning tools such as um, uh, Tenable or Nessus to conduct vulnerability scanning. That helps us, you know, find the low-hanging fruit. Uh, after that, we move into a more active testing phase where we're actively trying to exploit uh, the weaknesses that we've identified in the previous phases. Uh, and then just to, to finish up, we compile the data and uh, construct a, a detailed findings report. Okay. And so how often should organizations have penetration testing done? Is there like a, uh, you know, if something, if you've just upgraded systems or, or is there like an event that should make you do penetration testing? Is it a, on a calendar that you should do penetration testing? What, what kind of suggestions would you have or do you see organizations doing? Okay, uh, so Black Palm, uh, we recommend at least conducting uh, pen tests annually. Uh, mm -hmm. This gives you, you know, good coverage as far as identifying those those weaknesses uh, on an annual basis. However, we also recommend complementing, you know, your pen testing engagements with uh, monthly vulnerability scanning. Uh, you should have a vulnerability vulnerability management program that is you know, tracking these vulnerabilities and making sure that you, you're you setting actions and milestones to remediate. And I know that, you know, we've talked in the past uh, on this podcast about, you know, getting the funding to do things. And, and a lot of times it's the, the bright new shiny object that's out there that people say, well, hey, wow, this is this is the new thing. So we really need to go out and we need to buy that thing. And and the reality is there's some some tweaks within your environment that you, you should probably look at first. And can I assume that with pen testing, you're going to expose those those little areas that maybe you need to focus on before you go out and buy the, the latest, greatest, shiniest thing? Is that an, is that an accurate statement? Yes, that's completely accurate. You know, throwing money at things is not always going to solve the problem, right? You, you need to first, you know, identify your assets, identify the risks that are posed to those assets, and then, you know, conduct your assessments and, and then use the, uh, the findings to, you know, prioritize your remediation efforts uh, versus going out and just immediately spending money on tools that may not even solve the problem. And when you can come with with tangible results that say that we need to fix this because we had a pen test and they were able to penetrate it. I mean, it's it's it kind of slaps you right in the face to, to say these are the dollars we need to do to fix this because it's not a and well, it could happen. It's like they just did it. I mean, we pay these guys, they came in and they did it. Thank goodness it was a test and it wasn't a real ransomware or, or event, right? Correct. Yep. So, when when you're doing pen testing, when an organization is uh, is hiring out somebody to do pen testing, you know, you know, we've worked on a couple of projects together, and I know that, you know, in healthcare specifically, they've said that they only use the same organization, you know, two years in a row. And then they go out and they look at other organizations. You know, I'm not trying to say, hey, you know, let's let's not use Black Palm Security going forward. But does it make sense for organizations to to use different testing organizations? So yes, I, I think there's you know several advantages to uh, you know an organization using multiple vendors. Uh, I think they bring unique perspectives to to testing different uh, TTPs or tactics, techniques, and procedures 
when they're uh, assessing an environment. So I, I think that can hold huge benefits for an organization to to switch it up and use different vendors. Maybe not every year, mm-hmm. maybe uh, every two years or so. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I know that in one of the engagements we had, we're we're talking about uh, you know the um, you know physical penetration testing too, where you're actually trying to get into a facility. Um, you know, on top of just the logical where you're, you're breaking the computer. So that's something your organization does as well, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yes, yes. Can you so talk we, a little bit about that? Yes, you know, uh, physical assessments always, you know, bring the adrenaline rush because you're you're worried about, you know, getting you caught, caught or, <laughs> or, or arrested. I don't know if you remember the, the coal fire guys, you know, they got arrested while doing, you know, a, a physical assessment at a courthouse. No, or something I like that. I yeah, you, you got to go back and pull up that story. So I always had that in the back of my mind when doing Full fire. I'm going to look that up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, physical assessments, they, you know, they bring a unique perspective because, you know, uh, there's all types of physical controls that, you know, an organization uh, should be aware of. You know, you, you got your bad reader, readers, you have kiosks. We've come across like kiosks in hospitals where employees uh, log in, you know, and, and clock in for the day. Those are attack vectors too. Um, you know, video conference uh, uh, components, phones. Uh, we've got domain access through a Cisco IP phone before, just because of lack of network segmentation. But you know, physical uh, assessments are very important because you're you're also uh, assessing policies like clean desk policies, we've we've come across employees that clean desk are, policies. Do you do you really mean that my desk has to be clean? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> clean? Because I don't want uh, that, that's not good for me. <laughs> well, so well, what exactly is a clean desk policy? Well, well, sort of. So I was getting escorted through uh, a client's uh, facility, and I noticed that you know there was you know, important documents and stuff left on a desk while the employee, you know, went to the bathroom or went to lunch, the computers were unlocked. You know, those are things that I write down and I I report because, Mm -hmm. you know, if I was left unattended for any period of time, I could go back to that employee's machine, read those documents, it may contain sensitive information, or, you know, with the computer being unlocked, I can do you know, various things there, you know, and set up persistence and let it call back to, you know, a remote remote server that I have listening in the cloud. So sure. it's, it's very important that, you know, those kind of factors or, or things are, are being considered uh, for physical assessments. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, well, this is all very interesting. I wanted to ask the question, um, you got any unique stories about uh, about what you've done, the penetration testing that you can share? You know, obviously no names used. Um, I'd love to hear something. Oh, absolutely. Just, you know, piggybacking off of uh, an incident with a, a physical assessment, um, we were asked to do an engagement at a large hospital um, to see if we can, you know, gain access to, to the network. Uh, one of the buildings that we were asked to assess were a women and children's facility. So, you know, there's a lot of security guards and, and, and people, you know, just looking for, for bad people trying to, to come into the hospital uh, or, or take children, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, in this incident or instance, I had to pose as a worker for a telecom company uh, just so that I can kind of blend in and, and move about freely uh, once I was in that facility. 
uh, once I entered, I, I started looking for, you know, data closets, kiosks, open network jacks, any unattended workstations. So as I'm walking around, you know, I start looking around, I could just feel somebody watching me and it was a security guard. I, I picked up a tail. So I, <laughs> as I'm looking at him, I can, I can tell that he's unsure how to approach me or, or what, what he, what he should do in this, this instance. So, uh, just to kind of, keep up the rules. I, I pulled out a clipboard with a fake work order and I spotted a, um, a customer service desk that had two young ladies in there. Uh, I ended up telling the, the young lady that, hey, you know, I forgot to print out a work form for the IT manager. And she says, hey, you know, I'll print it out for you. No worries. Just here's my email and, you know, just send me the document and I'll print it out for you. I'm like, oh my goodness, poor thing. Uh, I know I got her now, right? <laughs> so I say, I'll be right back. I'm gonna uh, go boot up my computer so I can uh, email it to you. So I end up calling a, a coworker or a, another team member on, on the team and I had him build a fake uh, uh, login page really quick. So <laughs> long story short, we found a cross-site scripting vulnerability in a, uh, earlier in the day. And we leveraged that with a malicious link and login page. We sent it to her, say, hey, print this out for me. Here's the link. She enters her network credentials and we wow. capture them and we, we gain access to, to the network. So uh, the, the woman that did this actually was the, I think she was the daughter-in-law of the IT manager that we happened to be working with on the engagement. So hopefully we didn't get the young lady in too much trouble, but that Thanksgiving was dinner was fun that year for him. Um, so yeah. That's exciting. So, that's exciting. Yeah. Well, uh, Khalil, why don't we take a little break here um, and then we'll come right back and we'll, we'll kind of wrap this up. Sound good? Sounds All good. Right. All right. All right, Khalil, welcome back. So let me just kind of go through the wrap up pieces here that we discussed on the beginning of the episode. So pen testing helps an organization identify vulnerabilities and deficiencies in their security controls, which helps them create actionable remediation items. It's important in a lot of cases because it satisfies compliance and regulatory requirements. It's also critical for organizations to identify their weaknesses before malicious threat actors find them first. Pen testing is something that should really be done yearly, and it makes a lot of sense to switch up the partners you're using every two years. So they use different tactics, techniques, and procedures, and this helps you get a unique perspective from different vendors, which can help you identify vulnerabilities that the other vendor didn't identify. Khalil, did, did we kind of hit the nail on the head there? Is there anything you wanted to add to that? Oh, you got it, Chris. I think you said it perfectly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, excellent. Well, Khalil, I appreciate you being a part of the show. I want to have you on again, and we're going to put a link out there so that you can uh, get a hold of uh, Khalil and and look at uh, you know a sample report from uh, from a pen test. Khalil, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me on. You bet. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye.